What is up, everybody? Happy Friday. It's Justin Martindale with another fun, educational, poppy episode for you of Just Saying. Um, I hope you guys had a great uh, St. Patrick's Day. I don't know. <laughs> it's been it's been a good week. Um, I got producer John with me. How are you, John? What's up? Pretty good. Recovering from South by. Yeah, yeah. How was South by? It was a shit show. Um, what Austin was a shit show? It, you sound shocked. That was that was sarcasm. Oh, okay, yeah, there were more people on the street than in homes. It was it was depressing. Yeah, uh, it wasn't this bad a few years ago, but it was pretty bad. Yeah, how were the how were the shows and stuff? Uh, the shows were pretty good. Uh, we did a lot of we did a night at the comedy store, which was fun. Um, other than that, there were uh, there garbage were people, everything. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. It's not my thing. It's weird because in California, when you go into a place, you look at the window to see if you have to wear a mask. Mm -hmm. And being in Texas, all the windows tell you if guns are allowed. Right. And I'm like, oh, this this Popeyes really doesn't need a no guns allowed sign. I don't know, man. That's a good that's a good fried chicken sandwich. And people have died for that. I know. So they're, I know. they're 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 prepared now. Texas is weird, man. Texas is weird. You know who's from Texas? Me. Yeah. Yeah. No, that checks out. Did you have at least any good food? We ate Creek in the Creek in the Cave is where we had a night at the comedy store, and mm-hmm. I know I know Rebecca and them from New York, and they always have good food. It, that that was probably the best food that yeah uh, we had down there. We're only down there for two and a half days. Yeah, Creek and Cave is great. I was actually out there in October, so they're, I love it. Yeah, they're good people out there at the Creek and Cave. I need to get back out there again. But you got out there before St. Patrick's Day, um, which is good. St. Patrick's Day. I am I am not Irish at all. I don't get it. Um, I'm, I'm, I think there's it's like it's that weird spring holiday that's just I don't know. I The only thing I know about St. Patrick is that there were like snakes. Like some preacher, not preacher, some priest or whatever was like, oh, we've got to rid the snakes out of Ireland. And then now everyone just drinks Guinness and throws up in the streets. So if you are if you did celebrate St. Patrick's Day, I hope your hangover is not that bad. Um, but more importantly, Spring is here. Spring is sprung because the first day of spring is this Sunday. We are now like a uh, daylight savings free country. I guess we never have to fall back ever again. So I guess this is just now we are springing forward. I rest. I, I wish the rest of the country would. Uh, Florida, I'm talking to you. Oh, by the way, gay. Um, but yeah, uh, you know what else is the first day of spring? My birthday. My birthday is this Sunday. I know I hate to brag, but um, it is my special day. And it's very special this year because this is the first time in two years that I'm actually celebrating my birthday. Because 2020, I was like one of the first Zoom birthdays, which was awful, where everyone was like, happy birthday, Justin. And I was like, cool. And then I shut my laptop. And then last year, like masks were like being lifted, but not really. So it was still just kind of like we have to socially distance ourselves, but like whatever. But I went to this beautiful park with my friends, but still not the same. And this year, balls to the wall. I'm hitting up a place on Sunset, one of my favorite places called Justin Queso's. Um, and um, I'm going to have a blast. However, nature finds a way to spite me. Because you know what's on Sunday as well? The L.A. Marathon. 
If you were in the LA Marathon, a plague on your house? I don't get it. I don't understand why people run. Great. You got from point A to point B. Congratulations. Here's a fucking medal. You have to shut down the whole town? Why do we all have to be like, we've been stuck in our homes for two years. Now we have to be stuck in our homes for a whole morning and afternoon while you guys go run for fun? No, it's my birthday. In the words of, <laughs> in the words of Jimbo from RuPaul's Drag Race, it's my special day. Uh, anyways, don't send me anything special. If you want to Venmo me, that's fine. If you want to send me candles, that's great too. You guys know how to get me. Also, just a little uh, shout out is always special. You guys DM me and I always try to respond, but uh, yeah. So thank you for all the birthday love, and uh, yeah, let's have a good spring, shall we? But here's why I wanted to segue in from my birthday, because I'm not a big birthday person. I don't like big surprises. I hate planning when people are like, what are you going to do for your birthday? I'm like, I don't know. Like, my job is to like make other people smile and happy, so when people try to make me smile and happy, I'm just like, oh, God, it makes me like weirded out. It's like something that I'm not used to. But what I do love are those certain people, we'll call them narcissists, who like to make everything about themselves. And one of my favorite narcissists, there's a whole bunch in this episode. There's a ton of narcissists. This is a narcissistic episode of Just Saying. Uh, one of my favorite narcissists is Emily Ratajkowski, or as I like to call her, the McRib of the fashion world. Uh, if you don't know who Emily Ratajkowski is, there's a J in there. Um, it's silent, of course. Emily Ratajkowski, better known as the girl from the Robin Thicke Blurred Lines video. She got pregnant during COVID, and uh, recently... She just took a no uh, a nude photo spread of herself celebrating her son's first birthday. <laughs> now, I think this is so funny because it always just reminds me of those people on Instagram who are like, happy birthday to so-and-so. And like that person's barely in the picture and the person's Instagram is just like, Oh, no, don't make this about me. Make it about them. But, like, also crop them out of the picture as much as possible. Now, Emily Ratajkowski, um, I guess her son is her son's name is Sly. I don't know. But she took some nudes because nothing says happy birthday, son, like a nude mom. Mm. Happy birthday, Sly, the model said, captioned in the slideshow on Instagram. She then wished herself a happy birthday. Day. Oh, she even made it about herself. Bitch, it's not your birthday. See, she just she just can't. She just pops in and out. She is the McRib. Like there's times where we don't hear about her and then she just pops in. Um Yeah, the second and th so there's a whole slideshow. And if you're on Instagram, you can do I think up to 10 slides. The second and third photos, uh, she was nude while standing in a tub. And sitting in her large pink chair, the final image showed her son, whose full name is Sylvester Apollo Bear. Sure, I think I think she just pulled all that shit out of a hat and strung them together in his birthday suit as well, looking adorable. Now, 
No, I think if when babies are born, they're not adorable. I, I, they look like bridge gremlins. Um, they're very pruny. I don't think that's at all the case. But here, here's mom, naked, holding her boobs and her belly in a bathtub. I'm all about body positivity. I think it's great if you want to do a pregnant photo shoot. Do a pregnant photo shoot. However, the intention is not about you. Your birthday's not even today. Your birthday's in June. <laughs> I think her birthday's in June. But let also your son's one. No one cares. This is what I hate about like celebrity birthdays is when like they make it like this. They, they'll they rent like a whole theme park for their one-year-old who barely even knows they're alive. And they're like, oh, my God, this is for my son or my daughter. And they're going to love it. I'm like, bitch, they don't even know. They have no idea where they are right now. They're throwing up pudding on their front of the shirt that they're wearing. They don't know where they are. But, God, I mean, here's the thing. I hate, I hate this. But at the same time, I love it because I just love delusion. Something about just a, a delusional narcissist who's like, happy birthday to my son, but also it's my day because I gave birth to you. Like if my mom calls me on Sunday and she's just like, happy birthday, but also to me <laughs> because I brought you into this world. I'm going to be like, we're putting you in a home. It's time. It's time. But I'm going to make this not about Emily Ratajkowski. I'm wishing... Sylvester Apollo Bear, a happy birthday. And I'm uh I wish him the best because his name is Sylv- Sylvester Apollo Bear. <sighs> Crazy moms on their birthday. On their kids' birthdays, no less. Here's a story for you. A French woman, Saka Bleu, that's all it starts off. Here's the thing. A French woman, we have a French audience here, uh, at Just Saying. And I would like to say bonjour to all of them, our French listeners. I hope they heard this story because this really piqued my interest. A French mother of two creates a first-time sex starter kit with her son, who is 16, including a guide to foreplay and sex acts. Now, I don't have kids because I have dreams. But if I did, I don't know how that sex talk would go. Did you, John, did you have a sex talk with your parents? I remember a pop-up book and I regretted every A pop-up book? Yeah, you know what a sex ed pop-up book looks like? Nothing your mom should be bringing home to you. And it was in a library. It was just a weird situation. I wish we had euphoria. See, that's the thing. I feel like kids now have just television and the internet to like yeah. look up everything. So the parents are trying to be like, we're cool parents. We're going to like start a sex starter kit with our kids. And some of these, uh, some of the foreplay includes like pressure points and some of the sex acts do include anal. I'll read you a little bit from this article. Um, this is, again, French. So, yes, of course. A mother of two has revealed how she created a first-time sex starter kit with her 16-year-old son to help teens lose their virginity. First of all, we shouldn't help teens lose their virginity. That's that's just weird wording, I think. A French entrepreneur, Chloe McIntosh, who lives in London, came up with the idea for a sex education app during lockdown. See? 
Some people baked bread during lockdown. Some people became plant gays. Some people became uh, OnlyFans uh, content people. She became a, uh, a sex education teacher and created an app. I'm, I'm giving her, that's good for you, bitch. Good for you, Chloe. She launched Cama with a K, which features guidance for all ages on a number of different topics, including foreplay and anal sex. Mm. Now, I don't know if I want my mom teaching me about anal sex. I don't know if I want my mom telling me that she's had sex, let alone anal sex. So when asked uh, about this sex starter kit, Chloe said, so the content we wanted to put out there is more than some tips to put a condom on, but more relating to the experience and making it as relaxed and comfortable as possible. Chloe explained how sex was never a topic in her own youth, and she wanted to encourage her sons to have healthy relationships in the future. Now, I remember my sex talk. Um, It was very... Not good. There was a, uh, I remember there was like some HBO real sex after school special that came on that I feel like all of our teachers told us to like go home and watch after school or we watched it during school. I can't remember. And then we went home and our parents had to like talk to us about it. And I just remember my mom like taking me to my room and being like, do you know, do you know like what sex is like? And I was like, God, mom, get out of my room. And she was like, well, let me tell you what it's all about. A man has a penis and a girl has a vagina and he puts his penis in her vagina and it feels really good. That was it. That was it. So you didn't turn a page and have a giant dick pop up at you because that was my experience. I tell you, if she did, I would have, I would have come out a lot sooner. (laughs) Just saying. I would have been like, oh, all right. Mm Mm-hmm. But instead, I had to live this lie. I had to live this lie that I was in until I was 19 years old, which it's crazy because on Sunday, I'll be turning 25. Um, so, yes, this mom, this French mom. Here's the thing. I love sexual, like, French moms. I think that's what they do. Like, you know, in France, they're very more open with sex. They're like, you can be topless at the beach. You know, they're very, they're very, they smoke. Like, I guess like when you're five, you can start smoking. So, um, and I love that. Like, she was just like, Hey, I want to make this more about condoms and I want it to be a little more progressive with how kids are, uh, having sex. Cause I didn't realize like kids are, kids are into some weird shit nowadays. Kids are like putting fingers in places that I didn't put fingers in when I was a kid. Kids are eating ass is what I'm getting at. Um, and they love it. And it scares me, but I don't want to sound like an old man because I have to like support the the kids. I have to support them. Um, and this mom is making it like building this app with her kids because she wants uh, this sex starter kit to have kind of the language about how kids are speaking. So I'm sure there's a whole. I bet there's a lot of like cap, no cap. Um, I don't know what kids are doing. I mean, are they still dabbing? I don't know. Um, but yeah, that's the mom. She started the sex app. She's a hot mom. Oh yeah, and there's her kids. But mainly it's about the hot mom. See, we have to go back to Emily Ratajkowski. Like, look what I did for my kids. I want to make sure my kids are well-educated. So um, in the trailer shared online promoting this app, uh, 
Kama, I believe it was called with a K. Uh, Felix, one of her sons, can be heard asking the coach, would you help her take her clothes off or would you just take off your own and leave her to do it? Because they're trying to engage on like being respectful to women or sexual partners. Um, in another clip, uh, the boy asks if he if if the woman says she's experiencing a bit of pain and you can feel there is a bit of resistance in her body, what should you do? So I think that's very like educational and very like informative rather than just keeping on going just because then that's not fun. Um, meanwhile, the teenager who asks where are the secret spots we aren't told about and the mom said she hoped it would fill a gap, no pun intended, in the sex education widely taught in schools with topics including dry humping and how to use your penis inside. I'm all for this. I think we should teach kids how, how to have sex. I mean, granted, I think we need to wait for a certain age. But, you know, if Florida can't say gay, then, you know, I think parents and teachers should say sex. Because, I mean, there's kids out there having it. And they're going to find a way. If I've learned anything from Jurassic Park, it's nature finds a way. That's why. So, props to this French woman of... <laughs> of the sex app world i think hey if you didn't come up with it in uh during quarantine that's your problem now we come up we, we wrap that story up of this uh of this wonderful french woman who's educating her kids on sex to now a school official who's been fired for reading a kid's book uh which was not taken off of the uh, Texas Board of Education readers list, but To Kill a Mockingbird was. This book is called I Need a New Butt, um, which I didn't know that was a book. Maybe this is this maybe the sex education book that you were uh, shown as a kid. But. But. Here we are in uh, Mississippi, which makes sense. I think this makes sense. I feel like Mississippi, Florida, this is definitely one of those books that people are going to get pissed off about. So this Mississippi teacher has been fired for reading a children's book called I Need a New Book Book to Second Graders. Now, second graders, I think that's really too soon for kids to um, contemplate about needing a new book, uh, needing a new butt. I want to say need a new book, but you did say that. Before. I know, but maybe we do need a new book. Maybe we don't need to read this book to second graders. Toby Price said he was asked to set up a Zoom class for the kids at Gary Road Elementary School in Byram, Mississippi, and that when the principal failed to show up as planned, he was told to read them a book. I text my boss. She said, well, go ahead and read. I wasn't planning on reading, but I went ahead and grabbed one of my books that I had nearby. And this was the book this bitch had by. One of my favorites. I read it. It's called I Need a New Butt. And it's hilarious. Uh, adding that he had to read the fun, silly book at his previous school and never had an issue with it. He said that there are other books that have much more suggested material that, material that are much more widely accepted. But shortly after the class ended, Price said he was summoned to the principal's office and told that the parents might complain about his choice of book he was placed on administrative leave. Now, let's look at this guy who read this book. Oh, yeah. He clearly, he has a windowless van. Yep. Oh, yeah. This is, he's definitely on a list of some sorts. 
uh, Toby Price. You know, and oh, and he's created a GoFundMe to cover the costs of uh, go back up, go back up, John. He has created a, a GoFundMe to cover bills after being fired from his job as assistant principal. Oh, he was the assistant principal. Great, 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 great. And this book is called "I Need a New Butt." Uh, I don't even know. I don't even know what this book is about. Okay. The guy said it was inappropriate due to its use of words like butt and fart. Uh, it does have a cartoon image of a child's hiney. Wait, could you look at that first line? This is why I hate the New York Post. Read that the first line of that first that paragraph right there. Price defends the... The, si- the bummed Oh, educator. the bummed educator. Oh, yeah. I hate that. I hope they all burn. Oh, yeah. The bummed... The bummed educator. Rather than like the out of work uh, assistant principal, the upset educator. They had to use. They had to squeeze bum in there. What a trash paper! What a trash paper! But also, what a trash teacher! What I don't even know what this book implies. Why? Why do? Why does this? Why do we have a book called "I Need a New Butt"? Can we go down a little bit? I want to see like. Oh, he's mad. He's been teaching for about twenty years. And uh, he was fired. Um, this book is a children's book. Uh, it says a child says a child tries to find a new butt after he discovers that he has a huge crack. How is this a thing? I mean, what are you what are you supposed to do when you discover you have a huge crack in your butt? Is that like a is that like a like a, a tongue in cheek? Oh god, tongue in cheek. This is getting that just went back to eating ass and off it? the rails. I just don't understand. Like, I need a new butt because what? The, whoever wrote this book should be put to death. Like, seriously, just just put rocks at the end of their shoes and throw them in the ocean. I don't understand why we're writing this book. Oh, I have a crack in my butt. Maybe I need a new one. It's broken. Oh no, our table. It's broken. No. Uh-uh. Yeah, it gets a little bit wild. Will he choose the armor-plated butt, a rocket butt, a robo robot butt? Yeah, this is this is out of control. This is out of control. This is a book that needs to be burned. This is a book that needs to be off the shelves. No. No. I don't agree with this. I don't agree with this. And if you have if you have read I need a new butt to a room full of children. You're definitely going on like a uh, <laughs> a list. You definitely have to go introduce yourself to your neighbors is what I'm saying. <laughs> like, hi, I just moved into the neighborhood. I was an assistant principal, uh, but I was reading all these kids. I need a new butt. You're a red dot on the map somewhere. Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, he's on an app somewhere. Well, huh. That's a good segue into our next story. You know who doesn't need a new butt? The Kardashians. Now, I wanted to stay clear of this topic just because these fools are all over the news. So much so that it's either between Ukraine, Russia... And the Kardashians. That's really all that's happening in the news right now. And it's driving me insane. And I didn't want to talk about it. Um, 
I feel like I'm obligated to talk about it just because it is pop culture. But at the same time, I'm so exhausted. So and I feel like there's other podcasts that will be like, oh, my God, Kardashians all day long. But I do want to address it because I feel like we need to know what's going on. And I feel like there's so much to unpack. And even John here was just like, we got to talk about the Kardashians. And I was like, all right, when the straight guy wants to talk about it, we got to talk about it. But that's it. I'm only talking about this once. And BuzzFeed broke it down in a timeline. And I feel like if you do work for BuzzFeed, you are clearly on suicide watch. So I'm going to break this timeline down bit by bit. A lot has happened over the course of a week. And uh, a lot of this happened on Sunday of this week, um, or this past week, which um, there's a lot. There's a lot. There's a lot. Um, We have a whole bunch of allegations being thrown around. We have Pete Davidson's best friend, Dave Sears, uh, leaking text messages that Pete seemed to send to Kanye, but his name is also Ye now. But yet we're deleting posts after sharing them. And it's it's so much. I just feel like everybody on both ends are just little bitches. There, I said it. Keeping up with the little bitches. That's what I feel like this show is. I mean, these are grown men who are having online fights with each other over a woman who... When they realize the texts and messages are getting out there, they immediately delete them. Okay, so here's a quick summary of what has happened so far. Kim filed divorce uh, from Ye back in February of 2021. Remember when that all happened? He was kind of like off the grid and like losing his marbles. And then in October, she went on SNL and they had that cute little Aladdin moment and they kissed and everyone was speculating like, oh my God, they're dating. So they started dating in October. And in December, she filed to become legally single. And she claimed that Ye had not only responded to repeated requests to terminate their marriage. So he was like, no, we're not getting divorced. Now, in January of this year, he began to publicly attack both Kim and Pete through song lyrics and social media posts. He called um, into question Kim's parenting, accused her of keeping him from their kids, threatened to beat Pete Davidson's ass. Oh, careful. So, yeah, there was a whole bunch of that kind of stuff. And then recently... uh, he released a controversial music video that showed him kidnapping and decapitating Pete and burying him alive. When is this too much? This is what I'm kind of worrying about because I'm just, clearly these are just millionaires and billionaires, but also I don't think anybody kind of deserves this treatment. And then recently last week, because there's more, Kim sparked backlash for her advice to women in business last week when she told Variety Magazine, get your fucking ass up and work. It seems like nobody wants to work these days. Which, by the way, if you saw that video, I don't know what the promo was for that video. They all looked like they were newly turned vampire women in, like, plastic neutrals and, like, dark purples and blacks and they were all around it looked like they all assembled just the most basic ikea box and they were just standing around it being like you need to get your asses up and work nobody likes to work anymore and courtney was like yeah it's true and i'm just like wow says the woman who made a career on her back now 
Kim wasn't uh, was accused of not acknowledging her privilege as a billionaire and celebrity with the offensive comments. She did not respond to the criticism, but she did go on Instagram to make it official that she and Pete are together. So who gives a shit whether women are pissed off about your comments about, hey, get your ass to work. But Pete and I are official on Instagram, which she went on Ellen today to talk about. Oh, my God. Yes, it's true. Pete and I are official on Instagram. You're welcome. Um, It's just a whole mess. Now, Kanye or yay. Oh, God. Uh, he has left a series of now-deleted videos and screenshots that were posted on Sunday. The rapper unveiled an apparent timeline of what went down before things exploded online during the weekend. Despite previously buying the house across the street, what? Creepy. Yes, I talked about this on Juicy Scoop with Heather McDonald. He bought the house across the street from her, which I'm just like, what? He's got four kids, North St. Chicago and Psalm. He just wants uh, to spend time with his kids. However, he's telling everybody that he's not spending time with his kids. And then Kim's going on the record and being like, dude, you just saw them two days ago. So quit trying to make me look like a bad mom. So he's spending time with his kids. Kim's uh, Kim's saying he's, he's spending time with his kids. He's saying he's not spending time with his kids. Then he's deleting shit. It's just exhausting. So now... Something about like a Sunday service. He wanted his kids to go to church. And then Kim was like, North was at a sleepover. She didn't go to church. So now Kanye's like bringing God into it. So now we have an exclusive video, a snippet from Ye's latest prayer. Let's this, take a listen. This is not exclusive. Everybody is ripping this. Let's pieces. just say it's exclusive because it's I'm just saying. Fine. <laughs> the boyfriend text me antagonizing me bragging about being in bed with my wife i thought i thought publicly for a year and a half it's been i've been dragged and how she's not my wife she don't have her last name and now he texting me talking and bragging about how he's in bed with my wife and i'm like pause watching first of all this is a prayer could you imagine god listening to this just being like wait wait start start over again what was it so wait your ex-wife is in bed with a guy from Saturday Night Live that is like the hottest guy in the country right now. And we still don't know why that is, but I should know because I'm God and I created him. But yet I'm still confused. But also he's getting all of his tattoos removed, but still he got a tattoo of your ex-wife named Kim on his body. And also, why are your eyes closed? And also, why do you think I care? There's bigger things to worry about. I'm God. Go on. Who's watching my children if he's texting me bragging about being in bed with my wife? And and I thought this wasn't my wife no more legally since I got the, uh, you know, I got the lawyer to finally... Finish the divorce because every time I finish the show, the free Hoover show, the next day she's dropping the last night. Every time I do something positive, it's some negative that's coming. I go and get the laptop from AJ. Then she's joking. Okay, pause. I go and- 
at this point, you know God's getting annoyed. Like, God's tuning out of this conversation. And I think since his eyes are closed, I think God could slowly, like, sneak away and be like, oh, sorry, I I had to go. I had a, I had a thing. I didn't know you were still talking. I'm so sorry. So he's getting all mad because there's all these tweets and texts being like, I'm in wife with your bed. Pete's calling himself Skeet now. But Kanye's now, or yay, sorry, is mad that his daughter and his kids are on TikTok, which is like a huge thing. Kids are all on it, all on it, all the time. Um, depending on your algorithm, I get a bunch of like dudes with their sweatpants on gay baiting me. But hey, that's that's my algorithm, not yours. But yeah, he's mad and upset that like North is on TikTok. Penelope's on TikTok and he's saying they're not parenting their them as they should. Then it got so then it got so um crazy that Ye went on to reveal what school go what school North actually goes to in a caption branding it as a godless establishment. Yeah, because I don't think God should be taught in schools. Um he also lashed out at Perez Hilton and comedian DL Hewley, who recently accused Ye of abusing Kim and getting away with it because he's famous. You know what? I'm on Team DL side. Hughley uh, had also said he's stalking her. You can think it's cute. It, if it was my daughter, I'd do something about it. I don't think it's funny. I think that you can write a beat so good that you get to do these things and society laughs it off because they say, well, she's showing her ass all the time and he's this and he's that. I don't know if that made sense, but sure. I, I think this is, it's borderline, it's, it's, it's harassment. I feel like he is harassing Kim. I think it's a big red flag. I don't think um, he is mentally well. I think if I was Chris, the mom, I would um, definitely put a restraining order on. I don't know. I think it's just getting to the point now where he is just rambling. He's like, don't speak. Don't speak on me or my children. I, I can afford to hurt you. OK, so we're threatening people now. And also, he has a doppelganger girlfriend. I'm exhausted. This makes me tired. I want to take Xanax in the morning. I get so tired, like. Between Ukraine and Yay, I I I just I just want to like take a nap. I, honestly, it just makes me so tired. And is there more? I feel like there's more. Yeah, just when you thought it was over, he's bringing God into this. He's saying my kids deserve better. Who's watching my children? God is good. Oh. So pretty much, he's at this point where he's threatening people. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna come out and hurt you, but then he's deleting the 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 text messages and the tweets because he's tough. I feel like I'm rambling now. I feel like I'm I'm kind of yay right now. Yeah, I regret bringing this up. We probably could have skipped it all together. What's that? We probably didn't have to talk about this. It's a never ending. It's never ending. But I feel like we have to because it's everywhere now. This is recently. Kanye goes after Trevor Noah, who I love Trevor Noah, um, with a racial slur for defending Kim. I feel like everyone's on Team Kim right now. 
Uh, so I'm not even going to read this because it's so stupid and it's so offensive. Um, he pretty much goes after Trevor Noah, um, calling him a South African comedian, which, okay, he is from South Africa, but I don't know why we have to make that seem like it's derogatory. Um, he's He goes after him with a uh, offensive slur, um, and changes the words of the song Kumbaya to you can look it up or figure it out. The rapper's post came after Trevor Noah addressed the ongoing drama between Kanye and Kim and her new boyfriend Pete on his Comedy Central show. He called Kanye West belligerent. What Kardashian is going through is terrifying to watch, agreed, and it shines a spotlight on what so many women go through when they choose to leave, agreed. Thank you, Trevor. Like, this is what I think is so fascinating. Like, I feel like this issue, like, I feel like I should say something funny here, but I'm honestly like, it's scary. It's terrifying. I feel like how many, how many women go through domestic abuse, domestic violence, who are afraid to leave their boyfriends and significant others because they're afraid of like bodily harm and, you know, What's going to happen to their kids? What's going to happen? I feel like the only thing that's really protecting Kim out of all this is the fact that she is Kim Kardashian and has security on her at all times, I'm sure. But I feel like Hollywood needs to stop covering every fucking thing that they're doing. Stop it. I think it's we need we need a break. And well, I, I, I didn't know they had a new show. So yes, when you brought that up to me. I now am on board with the idea that this is all I, part of I it. I think it's a sick, twisted ploy to get people to tune in to their new show, which comes out on April 14th called The Kardashians. There's a whole trailer. They're back. They've left E!, which everyone was like, oh, Kardashians is being, you know, they're they're stopping their show. Oh, no. Hulu and Disney Plus have been like, oh, yes, come this way. Yes, come. Come. We will give you more money because that's all you need. It's I, I feel like I'm being suffocated, suffocated with all of the Kardashian bullshit. I was happy for Courtney and Travis getting engaged, but now it's like we've got Travis and fucking Tristan and Chloe and Kylie and now she's got postpartum and fucking Courtney wants to have a baby, but you know, she's taking IVF and it's making her go through menopause. And I say, Hey, go through menopause. Less is more. <laughs> I am, like, I am exhausted. I feel like if Russia doesn't blow up the world, the Kardashians will. Just before Halloween in 1985, a pipe bomb exploded in an office building in downtown Salt Lake City, killing a man and leaving the entire city on edge. As the smoke cleared and investigators began the search for answers, it became terrifyingly clear that this was just the beginning. Suddenly, looking for the culprit became a race against time. Hi, I'm Jeremy Schwartz, host of the new true crime history podcast, American Criminal. We take you inside the minds of some of our most notorious felons and outlaws, exploring the dark side to the American dream. In our latest season, the desperate hunt for a killer leads the authorities through the complicated world of historic document collectors and eventually right to the door of the Mormon church. 
Listen to American Criminal, The Salt Lake City Bombings, wherever you get your podcasts. Or to get early ad-free access to the entire season first, plus hundreds of other ad-free history podcast episodes, subscribe at intohistory.com. So there you go. Uh, I feel like we just need to stop keeping up with them. But I did find this story that Pete Davidson is now going to be one of the five paying customers to fly on Jeff Bezos' suborbital rocket. That's hard to say, suborbital. Pete Davidson will become the latest celebrity to fly to space with Jeff Bezos' rocket company, Blue Origin, in a brief suborbital flight starting uh, later this month. The company said that Pete's going to be on this rocket. Which I don't even know if it's a rocket. It just kind of like floats above the atmosphere to give them all weightlessness. It's going to be March 23rd, 830. Um, So he's been talking to set aboard on this supersonic rocket. Uh, It's launching from Texas um, off of Jeff Bezos' ranch. I say we kick off the other four and we put all of the Kardashians and Jenners on this rocket. We could throw Kanye on there. We could throw um, everyone on there. Ray J, put Ray J up there. Ray J, you know what? Let Ray J sell his socks. He's, oh wait, no, 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 no. Ray J, yes, Ray J. I'm thinking of Rob, which nobody does. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. did you think of Rob? No, I forgot. We all forgot about Rob Kardashian, I know. I say take them all up to space, send them all up there. We could, we could, you know, that's what I want. Keeping up with the Kardashians in space. I mean, one day it's going to happen. But here's, uh, let's take a break from all that bullshit. I want to get into some real news that matters today on Anna Delvey. Okay. Anna Delvey, my favorite little fake German heiress. Uh, if you haven't watched Inventing Anna, get on board. If you haven't watched The Gilded Age, you have one episode left next week with the season finale. I'm so glad about how many people are um, getting on board with The Gilded Age, but Anna Delvey is one of my favorite people ever. She She's really a beacon of light and all the craziness that is the world today. Uh, so here's an article that Anna Sorokin, uh, she has been released from an upstate New York detention center and is being deported from the U.S. after nearly a year in ICE custody According to the post. Now, if you remember watching Inventing Anna at the very end, they do like the subtitles of like, you know, what's happening now in their lives. She has been detained by ICE. She was set to board a flight this week to Frankfurt on Monday. She's pissed. She doesn't want to fly. She doesn't want to be deported. Only poor people are deported. You can't spell deported without the word poor. So she put an appeal to remain in the U.S., and I want her to stay in the U.S. I think America needs more fake German heiresses. Uh, so she's been in this correctional facility um, for overstaying her visa. She was supposed to be on this uh, podcast called Call Her Daddy, which I'm very excited to listen to. Uh, and last month, uh, Inventing Anna came out, and so she kind of like blew up. Everyone kind of realized who she was. And she's mad because she tested for, for positive for Corona on January 19th. And who gets Corona? Basic people. 
Anna, Anna's not basic. Anna doesn't get corona. I don't have time for COVID. Um, so she's pissed off. She complained and filed a federal court uh, uh, appeal. Or uh, wait, according to the complaint she filed in federal court by the ACLU, it, her 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 case that she didn't get the follow up vaccine. She's pissed. Anna's pissed. But however, she's still getting deported. So guess what happened this week? Anna, who's anxious and frustrated, is still on hold as she remains in ICE custody. So, she is still in ICE custody at this damn correctional facility. She was confused and a little concerned um, because she was supposed to get on this plane and she didn't. So this is what made me confused because multiple sources confirmed to the Post that Sorokin was set to leave ICE custody on Monday and be deported to Frankfurt, Germany. But there was a mystery as to where she was after she was not seen on the plane. Where is Anna? I'm so confused. So no one had a clue where she was. Uh, they said that rumors were swirling today. They hadn't heard from her this afternoon, which is our normal practice. Uh, the inmate communication system still said that she was released, but she wasn't. The motion to stay to 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 stay the deportation was filed yesterday afternoon. Until we get a ruling from the appeal to stay the deportation, there won't be else much to report. So here's the thing: where the fuck did she go? Is <laughs> if she's in custody and she's being deported but she's not on the plane but people are still saying she's in custody classic Anna Ugh, that's just Anna being Anna I don't care don't don't deport her so she's supposed to be on this plane but then she's not on the plane like that that's some that's some Anna Delvey shit that's what she was doing in court on uh, in inventing Anna. Like she would like hold the courtroom up so she could have like a wardrobe change. So I say, you know what? Don't deport her. That's the thing. She's she's taking her time. She's just being Anna. I love her. I have to say between Anna being Anna and I forgot her Ale Alex Cooper with her with her vocal fry this is going to be the most unlistenable interview in the history of podcasts oh have you heard the clip yet no i won't do it i i, I won't do it she's just that's very like oh um, I, I, yeah it's it's bad yeah I, I just looking at that photo i'm seeing the accents just in their faces the, yeah the vocal fry in their face it's bad it's very like, oh, why would you do this? I'm Anna. Why would you say this? And then, and then the other girl is just very like, so like, where you like, like it's 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 a lot. I'd rather like put a fork in a garbage disposal. Yeah, it's gonna be a lot, but people will tune in. It's gonna like break all these records. Everyone wants to know, like, what is up with Anna? Do we get a season two of Inventing Anna? Who knows? I have no idea. But you cannot not agree that it is a cultural phenomenon. Uh, it is, it's everything. It's everything. Uh, and we love an underdog and she took advantage of the system and she got away with it. So good for her, but I'm just baffled. I was just, I read that story and I was just like, of course she's not on the plane. 
But also, how is she not on the plane? I got someone a wire transfer. Like, that's what I want to know. It's one of the biggest mysteries in life. And you know what else is another biggest mystery in life? Here's a little segment I like to call Nose News. One of the biggest mysteries in life finally was answered this week. No, it's not where the pyramids came from. It's not, um, what's another big mystery in life? What came first, the chicken or the egg? It's Bella Hadid's nose. If you don't know who Bella Hadid is, she is, uh, well, first of all, you live in a rock. Not, you're not in a rock. You live under a rock. A demon rock that has been cracked open, apparently. Bella Hadid finally admits to having her nose job at 14, 14 years old, because she felt like Gigi's ugly sister. So she revealed this uh, in a candid Vogue spread this year, or this month, rather. She details her anorexia. She details her depression. So I'm going to just read some of the bullet points of this. Bella is 25. I remember this. She claimed forever not to have cosmetic surgery, but now she's admitted to undergoing rhinoplasty at just the age of 14. She confessed that now she regrets undergoing the procedure. <clears throat> okay. Oh, she regrets it? She regrets getting the nose job? Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh, you regret it. You regret getting that nose job and becoming a supermodel? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Sure, yeah. Siri, remind me to eat glass later. Um. Yeah, I'm going to call bullshit on that. Um. She confessed that she now regrets undergoing the procedure, saying she wishes she just kept the nose of her ancestors. I mean, what? That is some St. Patrick's Day shit right there. Because she believes she would have grown into it. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, Bella insisted that she has not undergone any other cosmetic enhancements on her face, denying rumors that she's had filler or an eye lift, saying that the altered appearance of her eyes is the result of what? Face tape. <gasps> no, shut the fuck up. This is so... Stupid. She also revealed that she had suffered with anorexia in the past and checked herself into a facility two weeks in order to undergo treatment for her depression. Yeah, that's what models do. That's a real model. Suffer from anorexia and depression. That's that's modeling right there. But she's like, oh, I wish I would have held on to the nose of my elders. First of all, we all knew you had a nose job. I knew this like four years ago when I hosted a fashion show on E! I'd be like, I'd be like, have you seen... Bella Hadid's old face and friends were like yeah it's crazy all you gotta do is google you google we don't talk about Bella's old nose we don't talk about Bella so um now she's admitting that she did have a nose job which is good for her because um here's the thing when I was in high school or when I was in school we didn't have a lot of nose jobs. I feel like nose jobs in California were more of like teenagers. Like I remember watching Clueless 
and watching like Beverly Hills 90210 and you always had like the girl with the puffy eyes and like the you know she had her nose down and they're always like scratching because it itched or whatever we didn't have that in Texas in Texas I feel like all the girls had their tits done like it was like a graduation present I remember like girls graduating from high school and getting racks big old titties Big old bitties, we called them. But uh, they owned it. They all owned it. They were like, yeah, I got my boobs done this summer. Okay. But also, I'm like, if you get a nose job and then you become one of the biggest supermodels in the world, uh, the last thing you're going to say is, I really regret my decision because I wanted to have the nose of my ancestors. First of all, have you seen Bella Hadid's ancestors? Ooh. Like full, like put up, put up Google Google Bella Hadid's old nose. If you want night terrors, this is this is the picture. We're going to look up Bella Hadid's old nose. Goo. Goo. This bitch was saying she didn't have her nose done. For years. And then this week, I want to know why. Yeah, look at that before and after right there. So many questions. This is from 2016. Did Bella Hadid get a nose job? Yes. Yes, she did. Like, look at her old, like, go back, go back to that search, whatever that was. I want I want to see if you can pull up the, yeah, that before and after right there. See the one with the, with the white font, the bottom, 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 right? Yes, that one. Did Bella Hadid have a nose job? Yes. She looks like her before picture looks like Ashley Simpson in a house fire. Was that harsh? I don't care. <laughs> like, this is like old. It, yeah, this is. She looks like old Ashley Simpson's tethered. Like if Ashley Simpson were in the movie Us, that's 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 the Ashley Simpson that lives underground. And then look at this after stunning, gorgeous model. But she was also dealing with other demons, you know, depression, anxiety. And I'm not making fun of that. I know people who have, have actually, I have depression. We all have depression. We've all been cooped up for two years. I'm depressed. There's a fucking marathon on my birthday. But you know what I'm going to do? Not get a nose job. But also, you can't say you regret having the nose job if you're one of the most successful, iconic supermodels of the 21st century. Because I wish I would have had the nose of my ancestors let me tell you what would have happened if you had the nose of your ancestors you wouldn't be bella hadid you'd be smella hadon't <laughs> smella hagoo um all right <laughs> but good for her again i feel like you have to be like she's so brave she came forward she came forward. She's brave. She regrets her nose job. But also 14? Like, damn, that's young. I know that her mom, Yolanda, is getting a lot of shit right now because people are like, that's too young for her to have a nose job. But you know what? When you're married to Muhammad Hadid, 
who's a bajillionaire, you're going to get that nose job at 14. But also, that's what happens when you have Gigi Hadid as your sister. When she's gorgeous and booking guest commercials and ads when she's a kid, and poor Bella's like, I want to play too. And mom's like, get back to the shadows, you cretin. Like, I feel like, yeah, so what do you go? What do? You, do? you get a little, you get a little, get a little cosmetic surgery. Now, here's something fun before we go. I got a notification yesterday saying, hey, you need to update your phone. Uh, the iOS 15.4 is out. And I'm like, sure, please don't track me. That's all I ask. Jesus, it terrifies me. Now, the only thing that really, I don't care about any of the other features on my phone, could care less. What I care about are the new emojis. We have new emojis. And I want to go over some of those emojis with you. Um, if you have, I haven't even looked. I just saw like what the, what they're adding. So apparently, um, yes, I'm looking at it now. We have some fucking weird ones. Okay. We have what? I think this is the first time I've seen it. Okay. We have like the Taylor Swift heart hand emoji in all the different colors or skin tones. We have the I love you in uh, Korean. You know, the little heart. That's cute. Um, we have the... I'm going to call that the gimme hand. We have the shake hand. What is that? Is that the gimme hand? Gimme. I want it. We have the I, I captain emoji. We have the I'm horrified, shocked face. We have kings. We have, I guess, we have, uh, we have multiracial kings. Here's the thing. Now that this is this is what's pissing off all the Republicans right now, and it's pissing off all like, you know, conservatives is the pregnant man emoji, which you're getting him in a gray shirt and a blue shirt, all ethnicities. I don't know why we need a pregnant man shirt. I don't know if this is supposed to be a trans man a, a trans pregnant man but everyone's losing their mind over it this is what i would send to people if i was like oh my god i'm stuffed i just ate my face off and like oh i'm full i get like i don't get baby from this everyone's like no there's a there, we have a pregnant man emoji the outrage there's no such thing as pregnant men i'm like hey you know what else there's no such thing as mermaids which i think there are there's no such thing as uh wizards we have an emoji for that. There's no. We have an emoji for dragons. Those aren't real. We have uh, zombies. Those aren't real yet. And also, finally, I'm so excited. We're getting like the lower lip bite emoji. I'm very excited about that one. I'm very. I'm here for the troll emoji. Finally, finally getting a troll emoji. Uh, coral. Sure, we're getting some blue bird eggs. Kidney beans. Finally. God, I'm so glad we're getting kidney beans. Uh, a mason jar, an x-ray, um, a disco ball. I'm here for that. Absolutely. The weird evil eye, like Greek emoji, a life preserve, a tire rim. Oh, that's going to be rim job. That's going to be a rim job emoji. I'm calling, calling it right now. We're getting bubbles. We're getting a slide. However, we don't have a perfume bottle yet. Or a, uh, I think the only, um, 
The only one I'm really... Are you excited about any of these emojis, John? No. I, I, these are terrible. Maybe maybe the maybe the pointing one. The pointing one I kind of like. The pointing one? Oh, yeah. How did I miss that one? Yeah, that, that one I feel like that's going to be funny. Yeah, it's like, you! The three-dimensional, you did this. You... Okay, I like that one. I think these are all clever and fun. I'm going to go with, I like disco ball emoji. I like the lower lip bite. I love the troll emoji. And um, I'm going to give some love to the weird pregnant man emoji or the full man or the, you know, I have um, uh, cirrhosis of the liver man. I have no idea what what the emoji is, but... um, The handshake is a little bit insane, like... The in- inclusivity is insane. That like the amount of emojis they had to have because they had to match up every single shade of the handshake. Mm-hmm. Like we just got out of a pandemic. Mm-hmm. Let's lose the handshake. Let's go with the fist bump. Call it a day. But I don't like. I don't look at look at how many there are. It's There's crazy. a lot. I agree. I agree. And you know what? I'm gonna call it a day when we have a two in the pink, one in the stink emoji. I'm gonna be like, we're done. That's a good call. Yeah, and also is that on the uh, the sex starter kit? It will be. Did the mom? <laughs> that was chapter four. Did the mom watch an old Dane Cook special and was like, "I should put probably, I should probably put this in my sex starter kit for my sixteen year old." Chapter four, torgasm. Yeah. <laughs> this this special got torgasm spoke to me when I was your age. It was all my space, huh? Uh, well, all right, guys, that concludes this week's episode of Just Saying with Justin Marndale. Let me know what you guys think about the new emojis. Let me know what you guys think about this goddamn Kardashian drama. Let me know if you guys are going to be giving your uh, your kids a, a sex starter kit. Uh, I like to hear from you. Please don't be afraid to DM me um, on my Instagram, at Justin Marndale, and follow me. Also, have some shows coming up. I have the Juicy Scoop show with Heather McDonald, Sarah Colonna, Chris Frangiola, Spencer Pratt on March 25th, 26th, and 27th at the Brea Improv. Uh, there also is going to be a live show. Uh, look on my Instagram for the link to that. I believe that's coming out. I think they're taping it, and then it's coming out on the 29th. I'm not sure. I'll find more details for you guys. But... um. Yes, thanks again for tuning in, and uh, we will see you next time on uh, Just Saying with Justin Marquette.